This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, 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 look who it is. I haven't seen you around these parts in nigh on a fortnight. That's right, it's been an entire fortnight since you've listened to rude tales of magic. And I've just been here in a graveyard. Luckily, I don't, uh, I don't need food or water. And it's fine that the crows peck my rotting eyeballs. It's called a lore dump. You like that? That's now you know about me, the Grave Freaker. But that's not what you're here for. You're here to, to hear the, the story of rude tales of magic. Welcome back to Rude Tales of Magic. What a long, strange trip it is. Our heroes have left the town of Manassas, Virginia in their rear view and have continued off through the James Woods on their way to the Teenage Woods, home of the Soaking Valley and the site of their old college, Polaris University, now known as the Forbidden Zone. Up to speed? You better be! The episode is flying forward! They've stopped in for a well-earned drink at a tavern called The Purring and Cherished Family Pet. <laughs> A kindly human bartender with leather wrist braces cleans a glass and makes sympathetic conversation. Ah, yes. It can be so difficult to go on an adventure of any size whatsoever. Big, small, these are the challenges that shape us. Yeah. Yeah, so if we could just get that pitcher? Sure thing. It can be so difficult to order a pitcher. I know there are so many introverts in this big, scary world. I... I don't think of myself as an introvert. No? You don't? Mm -mm. Well, it can be so brave to be an extrovert. Albie is, like, shrugging at Cordelia, who's, like, waiting for them to bring a picture back. I didn't... I'm sorry, I didn't get your name. Ah, that's probably because I didn't give it to you. My name is the Friend Man. Hey, friend man, I'm Bello. Bello? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, just... <laughs> Branson died. <laughs> I saw his eyes, like, true. take over his entire... His people took over I his entire... I Bello, in all my years, no travelers have ever been so friendly as to ask me my name. But you were the first. You asked me my name, and my name is the friend man. Wow. That's great. What flavor of beer did you want? Uh, I think we wanted uh, an ale. An yeah. ale? Yeah. yeah. Ale-flavored beer coming right up. Thank mm. you, friend man. Oh, did you not want ale-flavored beer? Well, I wanted an I wanted the type of beer to be ale, but I suppose the flavor I wanted was Albie, help me out. Wheat? Yeah. Hops? <laughs> Barley? Would be happy to serve that to you. You know, it seems like you guys have been on an incredible journey from start to finish, but it's not quite finished yet. No. And so you need your drinks and your provisions along the way. Yeah. I hope that I can be helpful. 
I guess maybe what I should have asked is, what flavors beer do you have? Oh, that's a great question. But unfortunately, that part of the conversation has come to a beautiful conclusion. And oh. I will give you now your ale-flavored beer. Here you go, an enormous pitcher of it. Thank you. Thank you, friend man. How much? There's no charge here. Oh. I'm happy to just provide beer for you. And that's why my business is failing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. But it's not the only reason. Oh, did... What's the other reason? Well, if you look... Helvia looks, looks at Bellow. <laughs> oh, Bellow, like, realizes what he's done, and this like... Oh, I understand. You don't want to know anymore. No, no, no. We no, want to hear it. You're sending nonverbal signals to each other. Bellow, okay. Bellow puts a gold on the bar. A, a, th- a, a single gold piece. A single gold piece. As payment for the beer? As a tip. Thank you so much. For good service. <laughs> I accept. Okay. And I encourage you all to feel free to do the stuff you want to do here in this tavern. <laughs> Great, thanks. Uh, Alby brings the beer over to Cordelia. Uh, she takes a big sip. Ooh, what is this, like wheat flavored? It's ale flavored. It's ale flavored. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so wait, I want to talk more about these wrestling moves. Oh, the moves? Well... But I don't know her favorite move. I'm supposed to wrestle with her. Well, she's not. I mean, she she there are moves she likes. Like like well, she so like her favorite wrestler has some signature moves. Okay. Yes. So her favorite wrestler is Elaborate Donna. Elaborate Donna. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Okay. Who like if you follow like the storylines, um, she has like a big feud with uh, Rock Hot Ronda San Antonio. Okay. <laughs> yes. Rock Hot Ronda San Antonio. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Donna, Rock. Okay. Are you re- are you like really into Val? I'm. Yes. Whoa, that's great. Yeah. So yeah. Anyways, uh, elaborate Donna does uh, the people's foot, mm. which is basically a big kick. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And when is when does the show go through? Uh, well, like, w- like they'll come to town like once a year, but they yeah. sort of they sort of just like do a circuit around all the suburbs outside of Capital City. Cool. Okay. So like, if you're a fan, you can easily go to like a bunch of shows. Nice. And are they different shows every night, or is it the same thing? Oh, different. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. then, so it's sort of an, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And there's like a we'll newsletter she gets. This. Yes. She gets a newsletter with like updates and like on. So if you miss yeah. the show. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you can follow along. Great. I should get yeah. signed up for that newsletter. Oh, you're in. You really? I know. I'm. I'm just. I'm just picking up on what Albie's picking up on. You're like, you got a crush. I just trying to sign up for a newsletter. Is it weird? Is that weird? Was it too soon? I had sex I with mean, her. Okay, Cordelia. Sorry, I'm sorry. It can be so difficult to admit that you've got a crush on a person. <laughs> had se- oh, I'm sorry. Was I eavesdropping? You're just very close. Well, you're just very loud. Yeah. <laughs> but that's completely fine. It can be so difficult to be a loud person in a quiet man's world. Oh, I feel... Oh, th- thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. Also, I suppose difficult to be a quiet person in a loud man's world. No matter what, life has many difficulties and every single person is brave. Well, wait, Barkeep, do you think it is brave to 
admit that you have a crush on someone you have sex with? I think everyone's brave. And so, yes, I do think it's brave to admit that you have a crush on someone that you've had sex with. Thank you. What about cowards? Cowards? Yeah. What of them? Are they I think brave? It, it's so brave to live like that. Oh, wow. Mm. Afraid of every shadow, afraid of every spider crawling across your hand, which you're also afraid of. Alvy's gonna like slink away and kind of head over to, to Bonesby and uh, stir fry's table. It's so important to leave me alone. <laughs> uh, Frederick is, is looking at <clears throat> the left hand, which uh, has he had dipped in the feces of. <laughs> What remained of spilled milk? The pig. Um, it's dry. It's flaking. And I'm concerned. Stirfry, there is a terrible energy inside of me that I fear this poo-poo can no longer keep at bay for much longer. It is drying out. Okay. okay. <clears throat> and it's coming for you first. Pardon? That's what he said. He really has a problem with you. My old servant, Wooster? I've talked about him, I'm sure. Or not. Anyway, he's taken the form of a terrible entity that hates you. Just hates you so much. Just hates you so much. And as you discuss him, uh, Frederick, can you make a wisdom saving throw for me? Mm Mm-hmm. 17. 17. All right. You feel a a, a slight tremor, a very, very small vibration in this hand. As you're discussing uh, Worcester and Stir Fry and uh, the connection between the two, you just, you feel a very, very, very gentle, uh, your hand just begins to reach just a little bit towards Stir Fry. Oh, there it is. You see this? I'm not doing this. It wants to choke you. And, uh, oh, this is awful. Stir Fry, what do I do? Uh, Should you run from me? Run forever to save your life, as small as it may be. Freddy, how dare you? Me run from you, my best friend and oldest companion? No, I'm with you two thick and thin. Let's try something. Stirfry rushes to the dartboard, pulls out all the darts, and runs over. Hey! <laughs> um, he, put, he puts one dart in front of the Bonesby's left hand and one in his right hand. Mm, okay. Random, but let's see where you're going. Okay, we use your healthy hand to try to hit the dartboard. Uh, Freddy throws a dart. Yeah, make a uh, make a dexterity roll. Dexterity. Uh, two, two. Uh, you hit one of the people who was near the dartboard, who was upset that ha- all of their darts were pulled out of the dartboard. You hit them. Watch where you're going. Roll for damage. Roll a d4. One. One, uh, you hit this guy. It hits him right in the cheek. He goes, ow, Jesus Christ. I was trying to play darts alone. Shut the fuck up. Okay, now try to now try to throw a dart with your other hand. All right. With the curious science, Jeff, right? And he throws the dart with his left hand, aiming right for that dartboard. Uh, the uh, the hand is not listening to you, and it throws the dart directly at Stir Fry, right between his eyes. <laughs> Steph? What? Stir, uh, Stir Fry? Uses an uncanny dodge. <laughs> so to Jesus. Okay, yeah, yeah, he uses it. To avoid the dark. <laughs> Frederick. Freddy punches you with his left hand. Ow! <laughs> I don't know what's happening! Experiment over! We gotta stop this damn hand! I can keep barely control, but I don't do you know Stephra, you used to do all sorts of things in the in the cellar of the castle. 
Do you know a way to preserve this magic? Preserve, preserve, preserve. Stirfry looks behind the bar. He's searching to see uh, some pickled eggs or something. Yeah, you see a very friendly man uh, behind the bar. He's like, he's cleaning a, a, a tankard of ale. Sir. Yes. How much for that bottle of vinegar? Well, as I told your friends, I do not charge for these drinks. And so I do not charge for the bottle of vinegar either. It's yours if you want it. Thank you so much. I love you and you're really fun. Thank you so much. It's nice to hear that. I love you too. Oh, thank you. I love you as well. It's nice to hear back and forth a little bit. Sometimes you sit out loud and just sort of disperses into the air. And he hands you the, the vinegar. Oh, beautiful. I love you. I, yes, I heard you the first time. I just, it's, it was fun to hear the back and forth. So I often am, it's just. I am 100% friendly and you're exploring my outer limits. Yes, well, I love you. So that was very. I, I've said it once. And I, it's, you know, this re- repetition makes a heart grow fun. It can be so brave to be so needy. Yes. Yes. I love you. Um, Stir-fry, uh, Stir-fry walks back to the Bonesby, um, places the jar in front of his left hand, uh, and, start, and holds down the base. All right. Let's try to keep the hand. If you can, stick your hand into the, into the pickle. Stick your hand into the jar. Freddy dunks his hand in the jar. Stir-fry grabs some towels that he had stolen from the bar. Thievery is his way, even in love, baby. And he wraps the hand around the jar, trying to uh, keep it trapped inside the pickling solution. Whoa, what stinks over here? <laughs> it's me! We've dunked my poopoo hand in vinegar with cooked eggs. Oh, my uh, my brothers and sisters and I used to do stuff like this and then dare each other to drink it. Is that what's... Uh... No! Oh, cool. No, that would be very dangerous. We are holding back dark magic with stinky poopoo hand. Yeah, Abby, we're holding back dark magic with stinky poopoo hand. I think it's pretty obvious. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Stirfry. I, this is exactly how you would make pickled cucumbers. Yes. At home. Yes. You know what's funny? Knock off the word cucumber. Johnson Christ. Yeah, yeah pal. <laughs> welcome to welcome, welcome to culinary mastery. Well, thank you. I hope this hand no longer tries to kill you. Stirfry puts his hand on uh, the Bones Bee's shoulder. It means so much to me that you care enough to not kill me that you want to talk to me about helping you not kill me. Really, it's a long way for us, and I I'm receiving it as 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 love. And Stirfry, the bartender puts his hand on your shoulder and says. Uh, I thank you guys so much, all of you, for your patronage of my beautiful and wonderful bar, the purring and cherished family pet. Unfortunately, now it's closing time. You don't have to go home, and you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. But you cannot stay here. So if you want to stay here, that's the one thing that you can't do, even if you want to do it. Thank you so much for hanging out in the wreckage of my bar. As you might have noticed, every single aspect of this bar that you didn't directly interact with was recently ruined when a 12-headed demon flew through town and absolutely destroyed my bar. I'm trying to maintain a positive attitude, but as you can imagine, I'm very sad. Oh, and it, no. One of the bravest ways to feel. Did he, um, did the demon say something about siring and condoms? Yes, he did. He said something about siring new stars in the night sky. But but when he was tired of siring new stars in the night sky, he would wear a condom made from the skin of the emperor. Yeah. Lucky for the emperor, I guess. The emperor doesn't exist anymore in this era of Cordelian history. 
But see, even in wreckage, we can all appreciate poetry. Yes, of course. Poetry is one of the ways that we communicate to each other. I must now insist that you leave the wreckage of my bar, and I thank you for coming here. Should we use the door? Yes, the door is one of the last parts of the bar that wasn't destroyed by this wretched demon. Okay. Okay. If you don't want to use the door, you can walk to either side of the door. (laughs) I'll use the door. I'll use the door. It's unimportant to me who does and does not use the door. (laughs) Bello leaves him one more gold piece. Two gold pieces. First, I had no gold pieces. Then I had one. Already, I've doubled my gold pieces. I must remember not to get greedy. But if I do, I will forgive myself. I thought I could help with reconstruction. Thank you so much. Two gold will go a long way towards buying supplies. (laughs) Yeah. And labor. Well, well, bye. Good luck, friend man. Thank you so much. I'll always remember him as the friend man. The door's locked. The door is locked. I locked it by accident. You're going to have to step to either side of the door. The door is no longer an option. I'm... So the two options you don't have are to stay here in the bar or to use the door. The rest of the world is yours to explore. Now go on an amazing and incredible adventure. I sense it's just beginning. Is it not just jammed? It feels like it might just be jammed. If you don't get the fuck out of my bar. (laughs) Cordelia, is it a push? (laughs) Oh, it's a pull. No, but it's still locked. She walks around. Friend man, I meant to ask you, have you heard any news from the Soaking Valley? Well, you hear the door shake as if she's trying to come back in. There are, there are, yes, there are those who have come this way from the Soaking Valley. They don't talk much, but they say something awful is happening there. Any further details? Well, they didn't give it to me, and so if I were giving it to you, I would be a liar, and that would be okay. Bello sort of, like, um, reaches into his coin purse. Oh, you're doing this move? Huh? You're doing this move? You're holding the... Co- I, I would be inventing information to give to you. If you want me to do that, I will do that for the... As you know, desperately needed gold. Guys, let's just go! Okay, bye. Thank you so much. You all insisted on talking to me so much. Wow. That guy. <laughs> well, on the road again. Oh, speaking of that... You know how we haven't been on the main road? Yeah. Well, coming up soon, we're going to have to, because there's sort of a natural, like, choke point between Mm -hmm. the James Woods and the Teenage Woods. This was my normal route to school, you know. Um, Most of the border between the woods, uh, there's like a, maybe you've heard of it, the SES. It's like a fog wall. It's like a big, it's like a giant wall of fog. It's called the, um, well, the SES. Would Albie have heard of this as a person who lived in the teenage woods? Uh, no, because remember uh, how far Albie was? Uh, you were close to school. You had never even journeyed uh, as far east as the Soaking Valley. That's so right. I think it's very unlikely. If you want to make a roll, you can roll with disadvantage. You can make an intelligence roll. Okay. Ooh. Twelve. Twelve. You. Uh, the, something about SES does ring a bell for you. You've you've heard of it. It's definitely something that it's somewhere in the back of your mind. You've heard the the letters SES together like that. Okay. Yeah, that sort of sounds familiar. So we want to. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe you've heard of it. Uh, the skin eating storm. The skin eating storm. Yeah. Yeah. My brother might have mentioned something about that in one of his letters. Yeah, because it's like if you notice, like if you feel for a moment here in the James Woods, yeah, um, the wind is clockwise. Yeah. Sure. 
Yeah, and all the wind in the teenage woods, well, that's counterclockwise. Uh-huh. And where they, where they sort of, like, butt up against each other? Skin-eating storm. Yeah, it's a storm that eats skin. Okay, we'll avoid that for but, sure. But there is, on the, on the main path, there is a gap. And that's, the, that's why that's where the path is. Oh, big yikes. Well, Virginia's dead. <laughs> but that's, yeah. that puts us right on a dead, you know, that puts us right on track for the Soaking Valley, too. Okay. Great. Let's go. Let's come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Let's go, baby. All right, Sturf. Sturfite sort of uh, rushes up ahead, sort of uh, uh, trotting along, looking around. He's trying to, he wants to make sure, uh, this might be a dangerous path, so he wants to protect his friend. I see you're looking, you're looking to see what you can see. Sturfite, make a perception roll for me. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Ah, 10. Okay, so for a 10, you're able to see that you guys are actually on, uh, you know, you've been deep into the James Woods. There's the main road that cuts through the James Woods straight from Brian Doyle Falls all the way through to the Teenage Woods. You're not on that road and you haven't been on that road uh, for the entirety of your time in the James Woods. However, um, you have been on, there's minor roads, there's little, uh, you know, there's there's cobblestone roads, there's little, there's beaten paths and you've been using those. And uh, as you look up ahead, you see it. You see the main road. Oh, baby, yes! We're back on the road, baby! Wait, 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 is it on the road again? Right, yeah, yeah. Hey, everyone! We're on the road again! Okay, it's stir fry, shush! Okay, all right, right. Uh, stir fry, stay focused. Stir fry, uh, keeps, uh, stir fry walks forward, um, keeps moving. And for a 10, stir fry, you walk, uh, you are completely oblivious to and you walk right past, uh, a tea stain poster on one of the trees. Albie is. Also on the lookout. Okay, Albie, can you make a perception roll for me? 19. 19. Uh, Albie, you uh, you watch as Stir Fry walks directly <laughs> past. Uh, it's just right above eye level for Stir Fry. Uh, it's just hey, right up above where a Kenku's eyes would, uh, would wander. You see a tea-stained wanted poster. Okay. And on it, you see photorealistic line drawings of each of you in and out of your witch hunter disguises. Hot Roddy rounds out the cast. <laughs> He's also in there. He's not, uh, there's no drawing of Hot Roddy in a witch hunter disguise, but there is one of all of you. And it says, Rules Haven 6, as wanted as ever. Branson, is Bello there? In the drawing? Yeah. Yes, he is. <sighs> Albie rips the poster off the, off the tree. Revealing another poster under it, the same poster. He rips it again. Revealing the tree. They just had two up. LB runs back to her friends and she starts and she passes them around. Guys, look! Ugh. I don't think this is from the witch hunters, because look, Bellows on there. Or they've learned. Oh. Or they've learned. Better than magic rocks that call them directly. I know, it's yeah, it's weird, right? Like if it if it wasn't the witch hunters, who else would it be? Do you think Hot Roddy flipped on us? No, I I didn't like the guy, but I don't think he'd flip. Yeah, that would be surprising to me. Cordelia, he hands the piece of paper to um, DeBonesby because she thinks of DeBonesby as the person who keeps the papers. Thank you. I'll add it to my files. Although it's 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 surprising that he's on the poster too. I thought, hmm. do you think he escaped? <gasps> oh. How close is Philadelphia to the Smoking Valley? Not close. Okay. Oh, dang, maybe. Dude, our boys, our boys fucking tough as hell. He probably escaped and fucking kicked like damn goddamn asses. Okay, but that just means that, you know, we're gonna have to be 
really careful on this main road. They they see us here in in and out of disgu our disguises. Well, Abby, we're tough as hell. We can kick anyone's goddamn asses. I... Let's go through the part that won't take our skin off. I just got it. And then get back into something that's not a road. Is there anything, Branson, written besides the headline you described? Just the information I gave you. You don't need to make a perception roll for a piece of paper directly in front of your face. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay. Um, Albie's just going to move forward on the lookout. Okay, and as you do, you see many, many, many more wanted posters. She's taking them down as she sees them. Okay, great. And every time you do, there's one up right under, <laughs> but never a third. Great. All right, everyone, let's get off the road for the moment. Bello plunges into the undergrowth. You're into the undergrowth. There's vines and there's leaves and there's brush all around you. There's dirt and there's worms and there's rocks. You're in the woods, baby. Maybe we should find a way to disguise ourselves before we get back on the main road. We do have means. Stafford has a kit. I have a spell. I've got invisibility. I can wild shape. Okay, but I mean, I'm like a little worried that disguises don't even matter. Like, they already... They're better than nothing. We have to try something. Um, Stirfry goes into his backpack, takes out his disguise kit, um, and, uh, and starts wrapping himself with cloth, like a giant mummy. All right, one of the spookiest disguises possible. You look like a giant mummy, which, of course, is... I guess mummies in this world are usually very small because you're a Kenku-sized mummy. Well, he, he, he stir fry rabbit. No, you said it, and that, that, that's how it is. But, but, Mummies but, are small. Mummies and Cordelia are so small. But that's what I'm saying, Branson. He and I agree. I'm agreeing. He makes it so that it, uh, that the, the mouth of the mummy is where his eyes are, and that there is a head above his head. So the mummy is a little bit bigger than it normally is. Bigger, a head taller than a normal Kenku. Wow, that's, that's enormous. That's as big as any mummy in Cordelia has ever been. Exactly, Branson. That's so tall. You made yourself a small creature look like a big mummy by adding one head of height to yourself. Yes. Okay, you look like a mummy. Great job. Is there a pumpkin around? Is there a pumpkin around? Yeah. Oh, unfortunately, it's late summer. There are no pumpkins yet. Okay, I guess Cordelia will just be invisible. Okay, great. Bello wild shapes into a bull. Oh. Uh, Freddy waves his wand through the air and says ancient words. The new goblin skin ripples like a like a like claymation across his bones as his face starts to distort and change and grows a beard and sunglasses. Perfect. Um, Albie, uh, Albie sort of pins her ears beneath her hair. Mm-hmm. And um, she's just gonna, she's gonna ask Freddy for his hat. Oh, yes, Go good idea. Okay, thanks, and she's gonna just put it over her antlers. Okay, great, yes, you, you've disguised your antlers with a big witch's hat. Ah, oh, a human witch. <laughs> no one will fuck with us. Okay, uh. And I'm your pet bull. Yeah, yeah, great, okay, okay. Um, she's gonna peek her head out onto the main road. Yeah, and as you uh, uh, as you look out now on the main road, you can see up ahead, it starts with scattered stones, but they get more and more concentrated as you look up ahead. You see the call stones. Oh, gosh. They line the road. The sides of the roads, the call stones, have been erected along the sides of the main road. Call stones as far as the eye can see, Albie. Um... All right, so there's a lot of gallstones out there. I don't know why I thought this was <laughs> gonna be easier. Um, 
Okay, well, do you think there are any other large parties passing through? I mean, Moira or... Agrarian Pimp said there were a lot of people going this way. Um, maybe we could, like, sort of sneak in with a large party or something? I think they were going in the opposite direction, Albie. Okay. Have faith, Albie. You are a witch bull tamer with her friend the mummy. And me, a guy. A, a, guy. a powerful guy. No, 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 no. All I'm saying Disguise. is... Disguise. All I'm saying is that we are going into a dangerous spot, but we have gone through so much worse. Nothing can stop us. I want to see no fear in our eyes. I want us to know that we can kill anyone we want to, and we want to grab danger by the throat and shove it into the ground and bury it in the ground. And the head will stay out, the sta- head will stay in the ground, and the body will flail out of the ground being, please, let me- no, I want my head back out of the ground. But we will say no. Mommy makes sense. I'm right beside you. Okay, okay. Let's go. Albie's gonna walk normally. <laughs> All right, you step out onto the road and you're moving onto the road. You're on the main road now. You are surrounded on either sides by callstones with your own faces looking back at you, carved into these stones. With every step, there's Cordelia, there's DeBonesby, there's Stinky, there's <laughs> Albie, there's Bello. You see yourselves. Facing in on the road, there's no mistaking that those are your faces on those rocks as you step forward and forward and forward, moving down the road. This really feels like overkill. Just keep walking. You are a bull. You are a mummy. You are a witch. I am a guy. And you are a talking breeze. There is not a picture of any of us. Just keep walking. Walking, walking. Stirfry keeps walking, his arms forward like a mummy. You guys, you keep walking forward, and you see, uh, you, 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 you crest a hill, and you see off in the distance an enormous dark cloud, which stri- seems to stretch horizontally as far as the eye can see. S.E.S. Okay. Get past that and we can dive into a tunnel or whatever. You feel the clockwise winds of the James Woods at your back. Let's get this the fuck over with. Yeah. Okay. Ah, the bull talks. <laughs> Just trying to keep it light. <laughs> Branson, is there anyone else on the road? Nobody else past? is on the yeah. road so far. It's just uh, your own callstones looking back ominously at you, uh, looking in on the road. Okay. I'm just going to keep going forward. Okay, great. You're moving swiftly. You're getting closer and closer. And as you crest this hill, you see down very far in front of you, you can see the drawbridge gate, which, Bello, you would recognize, uh, which usually separates the threshold between the James Wood and the Teenage Woods. You can see the fog wall, the enormous fog wall, and the tiny, tiny little break in that wall. You see the drawbridge gate, and you can see... Bellow that it doesn't look the way it usually does. It's been heavily uh-huh. fortified with a massive witch hunter presence. Oh, duh. Shit. Oh, mm. Albie pulls her friends into the tree cover. <gasps> into the tree cover you go. Leaves blocking your your view. Oh, you're in the trees. Oh, there's woods all around you. You can smell the bark. You could smell it earlier, but it's even more vibrant now that you're in those woods. You are not on the road anymore. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. 
There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welcome back. We're deep in the woods now with our heroes who are under cover of woods. <laughs> okay, stir fry. Let's go ahead and see what we can find out. All right. Uh, stir fry takes out his eyes, uh, removes them through the mummy's mouth, uh, and tosses them to Albie. Okay. Um, Albie moves swiftly but quietly through the tree line to get a closer look at the witch hunter. Fantastic, make a stealth roll with advantage. This is your natural terrain, the woods. You're a creature of the woods. <laughs> or a critical fail. 18. Okay, so, Albie, you move through the woods. You lift up the uh, the stir-fry eye periscope. You take in all the information that you can. You're completely undetected. Okay. Stir-fry's eyes blend into the eye-like leaves of the James Woods. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, and uh, and while she's while she's using Sir Fry's eyes as a periscope, she's also straining her ears to just see any sound she might be able to pick up any any conversation or anything like that. Um, you can hear the the winds. You're very close now to the edge, the perimeter of the SES, the Skin Eating Storm. Uh, you can hear that, and that is uh, that's drowning out a lot of the other noise. Okay. But Sir Fry, if you make a perception roll, well, I'll tell you what's going on. Seven. Seven. Uh, you can see mostly the inside of Albie's hands. Um, Albie pulls the eyeballs in real quick, gives them like a little like polish on her tunic, and then sticks them out again. Yeah, Sturfright, uh, you just see Albie's tunic moving up and down, up and down, up and down very, very quickly. And then suddenly you can see, uh, make another perception roll with advantage this time now that your eyes are clean. Nat 20. Nat 20. Sturfright, you see it all. You hear nothing because you're too far away, but you see it all. All. You can see the drawbridge gate. It's been heavily fortified. There's a massive, massive witch hunter presence. You can see uh, just about, no, no, exactly 20 witch hunters patrolling the area, moving back and forth like clockwork. And in the James Woods, clocks move clockwise. Shit. You can see 10 witch hunters manning guard towers with magic searchlights and crossbow Gatling guns. Richard Jordan Gatling also exists in Cordelia, and he has similar creative impulses. <laughs> uh, you can also see standing in the road, Stir Fry, this is brand new, with grim expressions on their faces. You see six athletic, capable, and frankly, badass witch hunters with large buckle patches on their arms that read SEAL Team Ace. Stirfry's body is back with the, with the group. As he sees us, he repeats it all. All right, there's like 20 witch hunters. They're moving around like clockwork. There's a guard tower, about 10 witch hunters up there. They got searchlights, they've got crossbows, and they are six of the hottest fucking dudes I've ever fucking seen in my fucking life. Uh, uh, they, they say SEAL Team Ace. 
when Albie is satisfied that she's scanned the entire area, she's mm-hmm. going to slink back towards her friends. Okay, uh, Sir Fry, you you see the woods. Uh, you you see the woods, and you see the insides of Albie's hands as she approaches the rest of the group. You all reconvene. Okay. Um. Well, if do it's... we want to find another way out of here? Yeah, uh, Bello looks where he thinks Cordelia is. They're probably going to be, you know, doing their detect magic stuff, so I don't know if our disguises work. From immediately behind him, she says, damn it. Oh! <laughs> Oops. Releases invisibility. Bello wild shapes back to his normal form. Is there... Is there any way we can make it through the skin-eating storm? I know that seems like an insane question, but we've done some crazy stuff, so... I just caught this skin. Oh. We could... But... Tunnel under it? Um. But, that... but no, that wouldn't work. We could coat ourselves in new skin. A second skin. Yes, we could kill animals or man around here. Take their skins. Everyone in the group, can you make a stealth roll for me? Eleven. Unnatural twenty. Fifteen. Uh, uh twenty-one. Okay. To Bonesby, you hear, uh, psst, hey, hey, hey. Uh, I look around. Ah, yeah, you look around, you look around, and you see, leaning against a tree coolly, a cool human man. He flicks a coin up and down, and he says, you there, I only perceive you. Yes, hello, I am a normal man, as you can tell from my sunglasses and beard. <laughs> so am I. Well, <laughs> not exactly. My name is Demonstrating Michael. Hello, Demonstrating Michael. My name is Frederico. Frederico? Normal man. Frederico Normal Man. Frederico Normal Man. Make a deception roll. Okay. Ooh, pretty good. 16. 16? (laughs) Never heard a name like that before, but I do believe that that is your name. And it's normal. Sure. Normal. All this talking normal. (laughs) What do you say, Michael? Well, it just seems like you were maybe hoping to get around the skin-eating storm, but maybe for reasons that are, well, none of my business. You didn't want to have those witch hunters notice you. Am I right? (laughs) I can tell you're a man of discretion, so I will tell you. Yes. That's right, I am a man of discretion. Well, then, you and just you, come with me. I know a way around the storm. Could it be more than me? Of course it could be more than you, but it's just the two of us here. Just two guys in the woods. Albie one helping around. the other. Oh, hey. Oh my god. Oh, holy shit. Oh my god, I didn't notice you there. I'm here. Uh, my name is Demonstrating Michael. Hi. Do, do you need help getting around the skin-eating storm? Yes. I was not prepared for this. I thought I was talking to one person. I'm so sorry. That's fine. Two would work. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's gonna be more. It's gonna be more? Are there more people? Am I surrounded? Oh, God. Is the jig up? Are you guys witch hunters? You have to tell me if you're witch hunters. We aren't. Okay. Uh, well, but the rule... Uh, are you sure? Yes. Positive. So sure. Wait, uh, wait what? Who's that? Uh, what? There's three people here? Yeah. I thought I was talking to two people. Well, at first I thought I was talking to one person, then two, now three? There yeah. are five of us. Five of you? Who has awakened the mummy? Oh my god, and there's a mummy! Oh, oh my goose is cooked! That's it! I gotta hightail it out of here! No, 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 no. we want to know what you know about- No, but my, my legs are starting to run in a circle! I'm about to go! You gotta convince me to stay! Bello grabs him by the shoulder. Walk you know, I can't run! We're friendly. Oh my god, who said that? 
Cordelia's standing right there. She, she oh my god, the sas- Whoa! A very tall Sasquatch! A normal-sized Sasquatch. Well, for me, I've only met no Sasquatches, and I just assumed them to be shorter. I thought they were creatures of myth. Oh, wow. There's one, two, three, four, five of us here, and- a mummy? No! Ah, I forgot about the mummy! I gotta go! The mummy's was, with us. I was counting myself as the five! Oh, the mummy's with you? Yeah, Bella yeah. puts a hand on his other shoulder. Oh, whoa, we are face-to-face. <laughs> you look nice. We want your help. I'm demonstrating Michael. I'd love to help. I'm Bryce. Bryce? Yeah. Fantastic. I believe that. I believe that. Uh. Oh, is that not... Is that not his name? You said it like he was faking. Demonstrate, And I heard Michael? it. No, and I heard it. Is that not his name? Is his name not Bryce? Okay, I was kind of using an alias. My name is... My name is Christ. Your name is Christ? Yeah. Well, I believe that. And he looks at Cordelia, and she didn't say anything. Wow, that must be his real name. Well, I'd love to help you guys get across the skin-eating storm, but I- I'm worried there's just going to be more and more of you. Every time I feel like I turn my head, there's more of you. Will it happen? He turns his head. Nothing. Oh, that must be everyone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He turns his head. Ugh, no one's there. Well, that must be everyone. He looks back to the group. Oh no! There's an enormous bear owl here! I assume I've only I'm only familiar with owl bears, but obviously I can just infer from context this must be a bear owl because it's the inverse of an owl bear. Oh no! A monster like this at this size? My goose is cooked! Is this the end of demonstrating Michael? Uh <laughs> No no, this is I swear, he's the last and biggest of us. The last and biggest of you? If another thing appears to me right now. I'm going to die of natural causes! And he looks around, he goes, I hope it doesn't happen. He rubs his eyes. Just the woods themselves. Well, it seems like demonstrating Michael's goose is not cooked. We cook no geese today. A raw goose. I am the mummy. Am I in danger? No, he's with us. Okay. Well, you guys want to come with me? Yeah, what's your route? Well, it's... It's not really through the skin-eating storm. Uh-huh. Because if you go through the skin-eating storm, it eats your skin. Uh-huh. You take every step you take, you take more and more damage in the skin-eating storm. It's right here. We're looking at it now. We're at the very edge of the James Woods. And if you walk into the skin-eating storm, it'll eat your skin. I'm demonstrating Michael, and I, I, I'll show you. you no, 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 like you this. don't have to. We get it. No, I do. I'm demonstrating Michael. Michael, One step, you don't have to. We know. Oh, God, oh, no, let me, oh, oh, no, now I'm in a state between life and death, oh, the pain is immense, just give me the release of death. Well, what's your way through? Oh, 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 Oh my god! Make a strength roll against my strength roll! Two. I got a nat 20! <laughs> and I go! You have to see what happens! Bello, Bello puts both hands on his ankles and pulls him back out of the storm. You get those ankles, but that's it. Oh, whoa. And you see now in the storm as his skin is whipped like a tempest. You see it's ripped around like a little tornado in front of you before the storm consumes the skin. I almost wish we hadn't met him. Why did he? Well, at least he, at least he told us the way, at least he told us his way through before. Oh. And at oh that, you hear God. a guy behind you say, need help? No. Ah! Yes. It depends. 
You see a human man leaning against a tree. He looks exactly like demonstrating Michael. He's flipping a coin up and down. He says, my name is Normal Michael. Oh, great. Fantastic. I'm Demonstrating's brother. Oh, I'm Our sorry last name for your is Michael. loss. No, that's okay. We weren't close. Big family. Big, big family. But, but you were close physically because you were. Yeah. We all look exactly the same. Mr. Michael? I'm Mr. Michael. I prefer you call me normal, though. Okay, normal. Yeah. That way you can differentiate me from my brother, Demonstrating Michael, whose skin even now is whipped around in the storm a few feet away from us. Normal, I hate to cut you off, but do you have any other family close by that maybe we could just um, talk to? The storm consumed them all. I truly am the last of my kind. I'm so sorry. It's okay. You guys trying to get across the storm? Do you have an, do you have an alternate route? Of course I do. Is it is it the same as demonstrating Michael's route through the storm? What do you think I'm an idiot? I wouldn't speak ill of he the dead like that. His way wasn't through the storm. He was demonstrating what his way wasn't. Oh, of course. Yes, yeah. our way was the same way. We were in business together. Okay, what is it? He takes his hat off and he puts it to his chest. Can you just give me a second? My brother was just in front of me. I'm trying to I take mean, your lead here. I understand. To be fair, you did get our attention. Well, I'm pretty good at that. Oh. Okay. It, we can, can we can all have a moment of silence. All right, here we go. One, two, three. Moments are so short. Already it's over. <laughs> Let's go. Are there stairs somewhere? <laughs> yeah, inside of this tree. And he hits the side of the tree that he was leaning against. Little door in the tree opens up. It's a spiral staircase on the in interior of the tree. Oh. Are you guys comfortable walking upstairs? Not everyone is. Thank you for asking. Yes, I feel great about it. We are, but I do want to ask before we enter this tree, is there any kind of toll or price or cost or oh my uh, God. consequence to, like, going this way? Well, that wouldn't be fair. I mean, I could make a killing, <laughs> but I already told you guys about it. Come on. Okay, great. Albie's going to take the lead. Oh, I guess you know the way. Lead the way, please. And you begin walking up the interior the spiral stairs of this enormous tree. It's very dark in there. There's no lighting in the tree. Albie, I need you to make a perception roll. Okay. 16. 16, you're doing great inside of this tree. You move up and up and up. You've been walking for quite some time. You're probably a hundred entire feet into the air. Oh boy, okay. Um, She looks behind her to make sure that there are still people behind her. Bellows right behind her, he is not breathing heavy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, Bello, nice. You went up. Yeah. yeah, yeah 10 flights. Yeah. Nice, dude. Um, uh, yeah, uh, normal Michael. Uh, it's completely normal to be out of breath after walking up 10 flights of stairs. He's, oh, oh this is an athletic group. <laughs> Do you want to take another moment? No, no, I don't. I already took the moment for my brother. How many moments? There's so few moments in a human life. Um, yeah, that's a bummer. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're here. And he hits the interior of the tree and another door opens up, flooding the interior of the tree with light. You're up now in the canopy in the James Woods. And he leads you out onto a long, thick branch up in the woods. You know, Albie, we never talked about that. Like, what's the, like, what's the fawn lifespan like? You want to talk about that now? Oh, I don't know. It just, it just came to mind. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's sweet. Uh, I would say... Like a normal, like a human lifespan? Oh, okay. My lifespan is thousands of years. All right, stir-fry. Stir-fry. Don't the, I... Now I know stir-fry is the mummy's name. 
The mummy is named Stir Fry. Wow, you all have... Yes, no, no, that was the name of... of... of the... of the... My queen. My queen. Oh, no! Something is clearly up with this mummy. This is the biggest mummy I've ever seen in my... I've never seen a mummy so big in all of Cordelia. Usually it's only tiny creatures and children who are mummified, but this one is big! We actually call him the Morning Mummy because he has so much grief. Oh. I asked to be caught... I asked to be called by my wife's name as a, a totem, as a, a sign of respect to her. I hope I don't have to commit my mummy's curse on anyone who wrongs me. Oh my god, no, 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 please. I'll do anything. I'll do anything, even continue to help you. <laughs> then continue to help me, you shall. I am the mummy, of course. Yes, 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 my, my own kindness and the mummy's curse compel me to help you. Thank you, Normal Michael. Yes, of course. I'm, I'm happy to help. Please, right this way, across the branch. We're going to be going over the skin-eating storm. Oh, amazing. How thick is the branch? How thick is the branch? Mm. Why, why don't you just look down now? It's carrying <laughs> all of us. What a strange thing to ask me. I didn't ask you how thick was the ground when we were down upon it. Some of I us just... don't like looking down. Some of us have a fear of heights. Is that how you got so tall, always looking up, and the body just followed? Yes. <laughs> Wow, I should try that. I hate my height. Oh, stop. Why? I just hate it. Tell Uh, me exactly what it is. My exact height? Yes. Fine. (laughs) 5'11". I just want to be a little taller, you know? (laughs) It would be perfect. Oh, to be 6'3"? Beautiful. It sounds a little too tall. No! Except I'm more taller. No, no. Well, yeah. See, so what are you talking about? Don't know. Anyway. Yeah, 6'3", you'd probably, like, hit a lot of, like... Uh, low-hanging branches. Oh, it's definitely not easy. It's definitely not easy to be 6'3", and it's definitely, it's a noble way to live. But no, it's, uh, this, this branch can, it can hold all of us. It can support all of our weights. And this goes all the way across the storm? No, no, it doesn't go all the way across the storm. We're gonna be going over, but not on the branch. Oh, how then? And at that, he says, Cheree, 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 come out, men, come out, men, men, come out. And at that, <laughs> oh no! I mean, oh no! This is a treat! <laughs> yay! Yay! Oh yay! Men. At that, a bunch of strange men begin crawling out from under the the bottom of the branch. <laughs> they were hanging under there like bats, uh, and they they crawl. They go, Hi! They begin hello. hissing at you. Oh, hello, hello! We, yes, we're the gliding men of the James Woods. <laughs> I'm Chris. <laughs> nice to meet you, Chris. Are they and, part cat? No, no, they're they're just in the, uh, like an, uh, a defensive pose. They're they're afraid. You haven't, in, oh. uh, yeah, you, you, you haven't, uh, you you haven't made them warm up to you yet. They're they're arching oh. their backs. Bello takes out a pretzel. <gasps> One of them uh, hisses at you. <gasps> it begins to crawl over. Bello slowly, um, Bello slowly reaches out with the pretzel. Make an animal handling roll. <laughs> oh, sorry, make a man handling roll. <laughs> right, of course. Man is an animal after all. That's a 17. The 17. Oh, ah, yes. The man, he, he takes the pretzel cautiously, and he looks at you. Albie starts That's a good... scratching under his chin. <laughs> you gave me no pretzel. I'm sorry. You gave me no pretzel. I'm sorry. Bello... It's okay. I understand what's happened here. Bello scratches under the man's oh, ear. Oh, yes. This is the one I like. Yes. Oh, yes. A member, a member of my family in some ways. You're, you're a good man. Would you like to see 
under my arms and he stretches his arms out and there's a thin layer of skin connecting his arms to his body. Oh wow. We've evolved this way to live at the top of the trees, gliding down gently. We're not capable of true flight, but we are capable of true glide. That rules. It does, it does. It's, <laughs> you don't have to glide to live here, but it helps. <laughs> Uh, Cordelia had berries in her pocket and she holds them out to another gliding man. The biggest one crawls over to you and he, he looks at the berries and he says, <laughs> Berries? Would you like a berry? <laughs> Desperately. <laughs> she hands it to him. Make an animal handling roll. Man handling roll, sorry. Thank you. Critical fail. Critical fail? Yeah. He looks at the berries and says, <laughs> Not in the mood! And he crawls away. No, 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 no. I don't want berries. No, no. And he crosses his arms, which is difficult because of all the, the membrane of the skin. Oh, it hurts. He stops. Uh, uh, stir, stir fry reaches in his backpack and pulls out uh, a brick of feta. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I was going to pull out some feta. Yeah. Go ahead. Do it. Stir-Fry expertly reaches into his backpack and pulls out expertly a wrapped, wrapped in, pulls out expertly, wrapped in leaf, a bar of feta. He cuts off a little slice and, bring, and, his hand, and, 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 put, and puts it in front of the face of the nearest flying, gliding man. One of the gliding men, yeah, the gliding man closest to you with noble Mediterranean features, he looks at you. He looks up and down and he says, <laughs> Be that feta? Yes, the mummy brings you feta. Make a manhandling roll. Thirteen. Thirteen? Yeah. Takes a nibble. It will do. Stir fry uh, uh, lightly scratches the top of his head as he has the feta in the other hand below it. Yes, 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 it's you I will carry. I will carry the biggest mummy in all of history. Yes, yes, yes. And I give you the gift of, of... you may have power to give others the mummy. You may have power to give others the mummy's curse. I can curse others? You have the power to curse others with the mummy's curse. At that, he points at another gliding man and says, I curse you! I curse you! That man says, <laughs> And he glides away down into the trees gently, safely. That man is gone. Branson, are these men clothed? No. Good. Joe. He I... knew. You all knew. <laughs> he knew. Yeah, but we didn't have to know. Well, know? the listeners did. And any listener picturing clothes, we expect an apology. <laughs> um, Albie doesn't have any food, so she takes out her pan flute. And she kind of looks to see if any of them have taken an interest in the pan flute. Uh, one, of the man, one of the men looks at you and says, huh? Huh? What is that? What would be that strange instrument? <laughs> Do you like music? Of course, I love pan flute music, but what do you have? A pan flute? <laughs> Prove it. You don't even need to roll if you complete the pattern. <laughs> the man nuzzles up against you. Oh, Elvie's sort of like looking away and patting him. Bello clocks this. She looks at him. The man looks at you, Bello, and he <laughs> smiles. He smiles widely. <laughs> I love music. <laughs> yes, is it you? <laughs> come on, come on, Freddy. Tame your beast. I don't have anything. I don't have any food for them. Do you want some pretzel? Yes, please. And Bello gives to Bonesby a pretzel. What? I, can we do that? Is that okay? 
to give each other pretzels? Yeah, is that is that? Do we have to look that up? Yeah, hold on. Let me let's break to look it up in the rules. Okay. Yeah. It turns out we're back. It turns out it is not okay. <laughs> so we are not allowed to give each other pretzels. Bello, I'm sorry. You're gonna have yeah. to try something else. They just Tim pu- was right to ask. They just published that unearthed arcana about yeah. pretzel handling. Can't do it. Yeah. Well, in that case, Freddy cast Charm Person. <gasps> uh, the yeah, you you cast it at the man. He, <laughs> he has to pass a Wisdom save. All right. He has to beat a. He has to beat a 15. That's a 14. <gasps> he resists. He hates it. Oh, he doesn't like being charmed. It's so close. He goes, <laughs> yes. oh, I hate being charmed. You have, to, you have to let me ride on you now. Oh, oh, fuck. Oh, I'm a creature of the skies. <laughs> um, uh, Cordelia is still looking at the big guy. Yeah, he looks at you and says, you're really going to have to do something important to bond with me. Uh, she's like, well, maybe if you don't want berries, you'd like to play. And she holds out her hand like, stop, um, and casts Minor Illusion. And it's a tiny little laser dot. <gasps> and it's sort of like dart. She he pounces of- at the dot. <laughs> Give me the dot. I need the dot. So she uh, she keeps, she moves it so it's further down the the trunk of the tree. Oh, 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 I need the dot. I need the dot. I need the dot. Even oh, I, I need the. I've reached now for the dot. And now to put my hand out and touch the dot. What? The dot is on the back of my hand. Simple enough. I'll just put my other hand onto the back of my hand. Oh no! This terrible dot. It moves through my hands. No! And he jumps off of the tree. <laughs> and he spreads his arms. No! Shit! What? <laughs> I thought that was gonna be fun. You see, it, it, it exacerbates because they can't actually catch the dots. That it it, it it actually gets them a little more. Yeah, you they, they get all amped up problem. and they can't and they can't get it to the. Uh, oh. They can't have the resolve of like actually killing it. You know? Albie was watching yeah. the whole thing and had to breathe her way out of a rage just then. God. Okay. Oh God. Um, oh, that was infuriating. Normal. Normal looks at you and says, "Tough luck. You made one of the men jump off of the tree." It's gonna take him days to get back up here. Ugh, do Cordelia, I just no, you might just have to settle for the second largest one. She turns around. Yeah, you see another large man, but uh, he's just slightly smaller. He looks at you and says, "What are you interested in right now?" <laughs> he just he hisses at you. He hisses at you. Oh, I, I live in a tree. Okay, <laughs> Junior. Oh, uh, yeah, Junior appears on your shoulder and says, I always relied on the kindness of strangers. Can you out-hiss this guy? Out-hiss this guy? Yeah. Or hiss off? Yeah. Well, that's a fun thing to mechanically consider. <laughs> <laughs> yep, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like that? <laughs> I mean, oh, what's Obviously, the man looks at you and says, I, I've been out hissed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Thank you, Junior. And uh, Junior says, can I go now? You are excused. Oh, thank you very much. And Junior disappears in a whiff of brimstone. <laughs> um, Cordelia gets on this guy's back. Oh. Oh, she gets off. Are we not doing that? He looks at you. He, he, he says, get back on. She does? Yeah, you're on his back. And normal Michael looks at all of you and says, So, 
you've all bonded with these gliding men. Mm-hmm. You're going to be riding them over the storm. You're going to be landing on the other side in the teenage woods. There's tall trees on the other side. Those men are going to crawl back up those trees and fly back across this way. And they know the way? They've done it before? No. I'm hoping they'll do well, though. Oh. There's many gliding men up here in the trees. Okay. The witch hunters down below. Fools that they are. They never checked up here for the gliding men. Only I know about them. Well, and my brother. No. R.I.P. Normal. I'm normal. I have one. Normal Michael. I have one. Demonstrating Michael was my brother's name. Yeah. Demonstrating so hard his skin was ripped from his body. That was his game. R.I.P. And I the... <laughs> well, unfortunately, we know he did not rest in peace. But now... We he... see now the storm below that he rests in. No, it's he... not peaceful. Does that look peaceful to you? What about his soul, though? What about his soul? Could oh, I... are you religious yeah. people? No. I don't believe in the soul. Yeah, it must be nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. I don't believe in the soul, and I don't believe in the gods of this world, despite the ample evidence of them. Well, then, then nothing for him. Yes, nothing for him. I'm sorry, Mummy, yes, you had something you... And Mummy, I must uh, commend your patience. No problem. I've waited thousands of years and to they, be unearthed in my own tomb. Right, right, right. Yeah, so, Mummy, yes. I have to know. Why? Why are you helping us, complete strangers? Because I don't like this. I don't like what's happening here with the, the witch hunters trying to block who can go in and out of the woods. The woods should be for everyone. The James Woods should be regal, and the teenage woods should be teenaged. Yeah! People should be able to travel where they want, when they want. Yeah! Yeah. Yeah. I don't want the boot of any witch hunter on my neck. Absolutely. Sir, I give you a gift. You have the power through the transitive property of kindness to you may use my mummy's curse on whomever you may choose. I can curse anyone I want? Yes, only once, so make it count. Okay, I'll, I'll, uh, ooh, wait, I want to do it now. No, it's more interesting if I do it now. How fucking boring if I just said, oh, I'll just do it later. Okay, I just want to make sure you knew the option. I'll do it now. Let's think of all the people I could have possibly met. (laughs) It's mostly you guys and these gliding men. Hmm. What about someone from school? Someone from school? What do you mean? I didn't go to any school. Or your childhood? My childhood. Well, there was my brother, but he was already <laughs> cursed, and I loved him. I don't. Was know. there? What about a, like a bully? In a your, bully in your childhood? Of course, I was bullied. I mean, there was there was one guy. Yes, yeah, there was one guy who used to bully me when I was a kid. I mean, only once. He was just moving through this part of the world. Then you choose him. Curse this one. Yes, I will close my eyes and I will say his name. Hot Roddy, I curse you. Yeah, got oh. it. Yeah. I've, uh, I've cursed a man named Hot Roddy, who I assume only I knew. Yes, yes, he's yes, been cursed. Yes, terrible man. Stirfry looks at everyone else who looks pretty shocked and goes, "Ah, yes, then my mummy's curse has happened to this one, and you all know how powerful my mummy's curse can be." Make a deception roll. That was oh, you rolled a ten. a ten. Yeah, that yeah. was sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Strange way to say it, but I guess mummies are weird. Yeah. All right, I want to ride this man. Of course, and I want to let you. You guys are offering me curses. All right, so there's only one thing to be aware of. Okay. One thing. 
before I say the word that sends all of these gliding men over, and before I say that word, which of course is hya, and at that, all of the gliding men, they spread their arms and they catch the, the breezes, the clockwise winds of the, of the James Woods, and they take flight, and all of you are lifted up, 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 up. Oh no, oh, oh, normal Michael, not oh no. Oh yes, you're flying. You're flying, you're gliding up, up, up into the sky. Oh. You guys move into the great blue beyond. You see the beautiful, pillowy, cumulus clouds of the sky. You feel the absence of the ground underneath you. There is no ground. You are in the air flying through the sky. You feel the wind in your hair. Just in time. I am flying. You got one track. My Freddy, check it out. I'm Freddy, check it out. I'm flying. You're dodging and weaving and moving around in the skies. It's it's incredible. You're doing it. You're all really flying. Ain't that Mr. Mister on the radio? Oh my god, I've never seen the Teenage Woods from up here! It's amazing! You've never seen the world like this. You're looking down on the woods and you can see further off into the horizon than you've ever been able to see in your life. This, the, the top of, of Ruleshaven doesn't compare to the, the view there doesn't compare to this view. As you look down infinitely on these woods that stretch out, you can see the K River, the mighty K down below you. You can see the, the it's shrinking. It's shrinking as you're moving up into the sky, but you can see the tiny road, the witch hunters, all of your problems. They seem to be shrinking away down below you. It's just you in the sky. Oh. That little Freddy bit of spits. That little bit of spit. It falls and 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 it picks up speed and terminal velocity <laughs> as it moves through the skull of one of the witch hunters. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Stir-fry as well. Stir-fry, stir-fry spits as well. Stir-fry, and you spit, it leaves your beak, and it goes sailing down, 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 and it picks up speed, and picks up speed, and it hits terminal velocity as it moves through the skull of a squirrel. Oh no, an innocent squirrel, you monster. Oh no, the squirrel was with his family, but you can't see that. For all you know, you've killed a witch hunter. Good job, Stir-fry. But the listeners at home, no bad job, Stir-fry. You did an evil thing, but you think you did a good thing. Good job. I've, I've always won. This has been my dream for years. And it feels so good to share with all of you, my friends. That's true what they say. It's not about getting what you want. It's about who you get what you want with. Bello leans down. So he's at he's para, his head is parallel with his gliding man's head. <laughs> and they sort of nod at each other. And then... Uh, the gliding man does a loop-de-loop to pick up speed. He does. He does a loop-de-loop. Yeah, you signal to him. He understands instantly. Your your manhandling role earlier was so good. He knows yeah. exactly what you want. He does a loop-de-loop. And as he does, you are able to see up, up, up into the sky. You see up above you as the sky itself, the blue, just <gasps> melts into a darker blue. Wow. Into a deep, deep, like you can see, you can almost see into... What is that, space? You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know what's up there. It's almost like the night sky. Wow. But then you're back and you see the woods <gasps> down below you. 
You can see it all. You can see, oh my god, the horizon. You've never seen a horizon this far away, but you're looking at it now. This is a special moment. Albie's looking for her house. She She's scanning the horizon to see if she can find her little home. Make a perception roll, Albie. Fifteen. The vast teenage woods stretch out before you, and you can see if you look and if you really, truly concentrate, like a child looking for their home on a flight. Like, is it down there? Is that is that is that my school? You can't quite make it. It's the woods, but you recognize you recognize these teenage woods. You know the path. You you see a little bit of. I don't see your home, but you see something strange going on around the the soaking valley. It seems to be. What is that? Is what's going on? Is it? Is it? Seems to be an odd bluish hue to this. Something very odd is going But at that, before you can really truly concentrate on what's going on, way, way off, very far in the distance, your gliding man becomes agitated. Whoa, 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 whoa! What's up? What's the matter? The gliding man said, There was no time! There was no time! There was no time to tell you! But unfortunately, we have natural predators! We have gliding men predators in the sky! Look now off to the side! You see off in the distance is, oh no. These, these men, these gliding men, these natural predators of the gliding men, they've caught an eddy and they're circling all of you. They look exactly like the gliding men, except they have wicked expressions on their faces and they have, oh no, they have weapons. They have swords, they have javelins, they have morning stars, they have, one of them is swinging a chain around his head, one of them has a baseball bat with nails sticking out of it, one of them has something that, that looks, oh, oh no, it's too terrible, it's too terrible to even describe, but I'll try, it's a, oh no, it's a ping pong paddle, but on the very end of it, instead of a bouncy ball, it's a, oh, oh no, it's a vial of poison. <laughs> It hits his paddle, and the paddle begins dissolving instantly. He falls from the sky. No! <laughs> of course, man's natural enemy is man. Albie's going to look at the closest villainous man. And his mouth is wide open, and he's just gliding towards you. He has nunchucks. <laughs> she's going to sweep her arm. Uh, she's going to sweep her arm behind her, creating an, a violent gust of wind blowing towards him. He's going to make a dexterity saving roll. He gets a critical fail. He does an extremely cool move with his nunchucks and the gust of wind hits him and he's knocked. He says, no, no, no. He lands on spikes down on the ground. You don't see it, but I do. And the listeners, they have to see it too. He lands on spikes. What are spikes doing down there? A spike salesman says, huh? Is there any chance that Albie can try to like intercept those nunchucks? Uh, yeah, yeah, you can try, you can try, but the nunchucks are also, they're falling, they're falling through the sky. You're gonna have to make a manhandling roll to steer your gliding man over towards the nunchucks, which even now fall down, but oh no, directly below you is the storm. The storm, they're falling into the storm. Forget it! No, but oh, but you were gonna trap, you don't wanna do it, it's okay, a backup idea, it. oh no! 18! You are just able to grab one of the nunchucks. You do not do a cool trick with it. A nat 20 would have meant you did a cool trick if you grabbed it. Instead, you simply grab it. Okay. Albie, that was competent! <laughs> Thank you, Bello! And she's gonna swoop back up towards the, um, sorry. She's gonna swoop back up higher above the storm. Yes, you're up above the storm now, and these weaponed gliding men, the evil ones, with you can tell them apart because they have wicked expressions on their faces. You can tell that they're naturally evil. Bellow's going to cast Fog Cloud to try and disorient uh, the, the predatory gliding men. You shoot a Fog Cloud over at the men. The men, unfortunately, they are circling you, so there's no way you're going to be able to get all of the oh, men without tough. also getting you, but you are able to uh, uh, pick a man, pick a weapon that I described. Um... 
The man with the chain. The man with the chain. There's a man swinging a chain around, around his head. He's gliding, but he's also swinging a chain around. Fog forms around him, and he shouts, No! 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 I'll keep swinging the chain, of course. Yes, that will dissipate the fog. It's working a little bit. Mm, I'm in the fog, though, for now. You're no spin you later. What? A spin? What? Already, he, he's gone. He can't hear you. Uh, uh, DeBonesby, one of the men with the long sword, he's... He swoops over close to you, brandishing his sword. He pulls it from its his scabbard. Ah, and he, he shows you his steel, and he says, Prepare to die! No! Uh, how far away is he? He's getting very close. He's flying towards you with his mouth open. He's actually going to make an attack roll. What's your AC? My AC is 11. Ooh, that's going to hit, unfortunately. Yep, sure. He takes a swipe at you, but not the gliding man. Mm. Uh, he takes a swipe at you, DeBonesby. For, for three <laughs> He slashes at your arm and says, there's more where that came from. I don't think so. And, uh, and Freddy, uh, he goes to wrap both of his hands around this thing's neck, but the, uh, the jar of pickled <gasps> poopy hand uh, bonks against it. But he's still able to get the other hand, like, right on this guy's neck, and he performs a shocking grasp. Before you do, I need you to make an improvised weapon roll with the jar hand. Okay. Uh, that was, uh, three. Uh, you, you, you go to, it hits him in the side of the head, but that side of his head is extremely tough, and it feels <laughs> gentle. It barely hurts him at all. It doesn't do any damage. Well, I wasn't trying. I forgot it was on. Good luck hitting the other side of my head, the weak side. I'll try. Get a load of this! And, uh, Freddy electrifies his hand and goes to give him a smack. You electrify your hand. You go to give him a slap. You guys are up in the air. You are moving left and right and to and fro and up and down. He simply moves his head down and you whip completely. You've done no damage to this man. He goes to take a bite out of the arm of the gliding man. And he says, yes, it's the gliding man. Now leave him alone. He did nothing. Uh, he uh, he pulls his sword out and he's going to go to try to stab the wing of the gliding man. The, 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 the skin membrane of the gliding man. He goes to stab it. He makes an attack roll. And he misses completely. Freddy reaches inside of himself, no longer fucking around. He's, he's going for his most powerful spell, the trusty lightning bolt. But as he does so, he does, can't quite find it. He realizes that the synapses in his brain have been rerouted since he's become gobblified. But there's something in there, and he reaches out and you see that familiar ripple of the goblin flesh into bones me, but it's in the wicked man. He is bestowing the flesh. What the fuck is you bestowing flesh? What is happening to this man? Please describe. He's transforming molecules inside of him, moving organs around, ripping skin apart, putting it back together, turning bones into jello. And as you do that, the, the skin membrane begins to fall apart, and he falls, and he falls directly down into the skin-eating storm. Oh my god, that was gross! That's what it feels like for me right now, but I'm good at it! He wasn't! 
at that, uh, Cordelia, uh, uh, a gliding man, a wicked gliding man, glides over towards you with his arms completely outstretched. He, uh, he has, what is that, an umbrella? Seems like a simple umbrella until he pulls, oh no. <laughs> it was actually a long blade disguised as an umbrella, and he goes to stab you with the blade, and he says, I tricked you, I tricked you, I'm the tricky one of us, and I rolled a 19. Shit. For seven damage. Ah! So, Cordelia does that thing where when somebody stabs you, you grab the blade? Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, and it's gonna do an extra one damage to the inside of your palm. She'll take it. Okay. And she she jams her hand into the coin pouch, grabs a handful of coin coupons, and slams them in his face and says, See you in hell! You slam the coins into his eyes and he goes, What? No! He's gone. She. He's been sucked into some strange strange place. It smells a little like brimstone, but a little bit more like grilled meat, delicious diner food. Uh, something strange has happened. She pulls the sword out of herself. That was you. I bet. I bet that's what you were like when you pulled the blade out. You got it. It is exactly right. Meanwhile, oh. Stirfry, one of the gliding men, he swoops over to you. He has a baseball bat with nails sticking out of it. He swings at you. He makes an attack roll. He says, time to die! He misses. He goes, what? Ah, oh, strike one! For the first time since walking through that tree, Stirfry drops his arms. He ain't mummy no more, baby. He's back to the boy you love. You love to hate him. You love to love him. He's Stirfry. He's the guy with the plan and the man with the crossbow. The crossbow, which he's taking out right now. The fire at this man with a baseball bat. The man with the bat and the plan Make with the bat. Make a fucking attack roll. Okay. <laughs> Drop the dice off the table. <laughs> It f- it fell and rolled along. The my dice fell off the table. The oh. table that was in front of us. <laughs> the table you love Damn to hate. The Damn table you hate to love. I that's important dice for me to hold on to. <laughs> Not oh, funny. Hey! We all saw it. Let's do that again. Nat. N- Nat uh, twenty. <laughs> why, why would you shout? Ow! And he's hit with the uh, he's hit with the crossbow bolt. Roll for double damage. Fifteen. 15, you do 15 damage. Where on him do you hit with the crossbow bolt? Right between the eyes. You hit him right between the eyes and he goes, ah, but it was only one strike, I'm out! It's a baseball thing! Uh, uh, Stirfry looks to her, Stirfry looks to the camera. Mummy's curse, mummy me! <laughs> Baby! Can I try that again, or is that... Is... <laughs> I wish to keep all of that, including you asking to try it again. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you look in the camera and shout, Mummy's curse, Mummy me? Yeah, yeah. Surfright, while you celebrate, another man, uh, he swoops up directly above you, and he's holding, he's clutching both sides of an Iron Maiden open. Ah! He's gliding up in the air with a, like, 1,000-pound Iron Maiden. It's like a, a, a closet that you open, and there's spikes on the inside, and he goes to close it around you, around you and your gliding man. He's going to make an attack roll, and it's going to work. He goes to close it on you, stir fry, and he's moving down, and, and he, he begins to close and close. But this thing is very heavy; it's extremely unwieldy, uh, and it's going to do. I mean, it's, uh, it's going to do 13 damage. 
Albie's gonna try to throw the nunchucks at his genitals. His genitals? Yeah. He is also nude. His genitals are exposed. Uh, yeah. Exposed. Make an attack roll on his genitals. Okay, Soon great. they'll be exposed. Okay. Ooh. Um. <laughs> A 19 without any kind of modifier. A 19? You throw the, the nunchucks, uh, you just, you let go. And I'm aiming for his balls! Can I get a description, like, really, like, focusing in on, you know, because it's going to work? Yeah. Okay, Alvy sees this happening. She, um, she feels attuned with her gliding man right now. She tries to steer him in the direction of the Iron Maiden flying man, and she throws the nunchucks right at his balls. And the nunchucks, you let go, and it's that perfect shot. <laughs> the nunchucks, they're spinning around, around in the air. He's so distracted with this Iron Maiden. The nunchucks wrap around his balls, and they just keep moving, and they pull his balls with him, and he says, No! 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 My family name! Uh, the right of the family jewels! Oh, that's gotta hurt! Oh, I'm gonna feel that in the morning! Uh, and it rips his balls out, and it rips uh, it's fucking all of his, his cum out. It's, it's thorn, and it rips it, and he goes, oh, oh, no, no, no! And he he lets go of the Iron Maiden, and it, it falls down into the skinny storm below. As he tries to, he reaches out, he tries to fly towards his balls, but they're falling, they're connected to the nunchucks, they're getting heavier and heavier. They're falling into the skinny storm. The skin, the, oh, jeez, uh-oh, uh-oh, oh, no, oh, the, oh, oh, no, we, lo- oh, we ran out of money, I can't describe what's happening, but... <laughs> oh, it's bad. Sturf, oh, bad. Sturf, watch out for the cum. Sturf, I doesn't watch out. Whoa. I was going to let you roll for it. Uh, <laughs> a little bit of cum hits you, dude. <laughs> hey! Hey! Just in time! Uh, one of them, uh, another one, uh, Cordelia, another uh, gliding man. Uh, uh, there are two gliding men working together. One of them is aiming a large cannon, and the other is lighting the fuse. of a can, like a fucking a big, like anti-like naval ship, like can, like a, a big cannon, aims it directly at you. One of them lights the fuse, and they both nod. Cordelia chucks the sword. She just got into the barrel, hoping to wedge it between the side of the barrel and the cannon ball. Cordelia, uh, 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 make an attack on that. Intelligence modifier. That was a great idea. Eighteen. Eighteen. <gasps> the sword. It goes into the cannon. It jams the cannon. Lights the fuse. The fuse is getting closer and closer and closer. Oh no. She waves. They, they wave and huh? What could this? What could this? Oh no. There's an explosion. Bye. They explode. They're both gone. There's only two wicked gliding men left. One of them has a morning star and is heading directly for Bello. Um, great. The the wicked man with the morning star glides right behind Bello and Bello's noble gliding man. Bello knows this is a this is an important moment. Bello Bello can see the teenage woods in front of him. He he he, he can taste it. He knows that this is the most important leg of their journey. And he thinks back. He thinks of all the things they've learned and all the th- and all the things they've gained while they've traveled through the James Woods. He thinks even to some of those adventures that we may not have shared on this very podcast. And that is when he reaches into his pack and draws forth that fabled knife, the Blade of Eternal Slumbers. Holy shit. Now? Yeah, oh yeah. Gosh. Okay, make an attack roll okay. with advantage. 
Oh, natural 20! Oh my oh. god, a nat 20! You get another roll and you can take the higher roll! Okay! Oh, I get natural 21! Uh, uh, you buy it. Take the 20. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, you make it a time. Roll for double damage. Okay, that's gonna be, so that's gonna be double slumbers. Double slumbers. Nice. So that's 14. 14? You do 14 damage, and you plunge this man. The blade, it, enter, it hits him right in between the ribs. It goes in, he looks at you, and he comprehends, he says, No, it, no, it, it couldn't be! Not the, the blade! The blade of eternal slumbers, but I'll, I'll never wake up! Bello pulls him closer with the knife, and he looks him in the eye, and he says, Sweet dreams. And he says, No, no, no! And he grabs the blade of eternal slumbers as he falls asleep, and then falls asleep again, even deeper, taking the blade with him. No! It worked, Bello, but at what cost? There is one more wicked gliding man. Oh. He has a little plastic, like, uh, shark bitey instrument. He looks around at all of you and says, Ah, you! <laughs> and he begins to glide away from the rest of the group. Honest misunderstanding! <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> yeah! Freddy leans down and kisses his man on the cheek. The man, uh, the man looks back at you, and he kisses back and says, Don't tell why! <laughs> <laughs> never, friend. Never tell why. Bella watches the last uh, wicked gliding man fly away, and then looks down, watching as the, as the figure of the wicked gliding man he stabbed fade into the storm, and he thinks, and he says out loud, It's okay! I'll get it back after a good night's sleep! You, you watch as the man is just, he's ripped apart. The storm rips his skin apart. The blade of eternal slumber, which, oh no, it was made of the skin of the first sleeper. It's ripped <laughs> apart. The blade of eternal slumbers is gone. It's atomized. <gasps> Lord Dreamstar will be crushed. And you land. <laughs> <laughs> Now that's what I call a gliding good time. Oh, you know, I... Look, I'm trying to add puns into my thing. You know, I'm trying to add, incorporate... That was Ali Fisher as Cordelia, Ali Monado as Albi, Christopher Hastings as Frederick de Bonesby, Joe Lepore as Bello, Tim Platt as Stir Fry, and Branson Reese as everything and everyone else. What a guy. I revere him above God. Root Tales of Magic is produced by Taylor Moore at Fortunate Horse and by Bucket of Milk. Edited by Sam Grant and sound designed and scored by Kodiak Sanders with additional sound design from Michael Gelfie. Also, Tyler Button and Sydney and Benjamin Paul, they helped so much that they are... I said earlier that I revere Branson above God. I revere them above Branson. So that what does that tell you? All right. I'll see you in two weeks unless the crows peck out my eyeballs, which is an active threat. Good night. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>